Hello and welcome to Waiting Times May Vary. I am your host, Olivia, and on today's episode, I'm going to go through an update on me and where I am up to with my healthy eating and my losing weight, um, how that's going in a, I suppose, physical and emotional sense. And then I wanted to just talk about um, a particularly crazy diet that I read about. So I just wanted to uh, read some information about that. And yeah, it's a weird one, but I don't want to ruin it. I won't give anything away. So you need to keep listening to to hear about the disgusting um, diet that I'm going to discuss. So first of all, how's the last week gone? Well, since I recorded that last episode, I have weighed myself the following day and it was another three pounds down. So that is more than my target, but that's kind of to be expected in the first few weeks um, that it will be a little bit over target and that will help make up for those weeks later on where I don't hit the two pounds a week target. So I'm, I'm going for an average of two pounds a week, knowing that some weeks will be will show more more weight loss than others. So I'm happy with that. Um, I'm particularly happy with that because that week I'd had my brother's birthday and I had eaten a slice of cake and um, some pretzels and a couple of mini bruschetta things. So stuff that I wouldn't normally eat on this plan. But I factored it into my calories for the day using the Fitbit app and it worked. I, you know, I obviously still stayed within my calorie range that day and was able to carry on as normal. So I'm really happy with that because, I mean, of course that was going to work. If you stay within your calorie range, of course you're going to to lose weight if you're in a calorie deficit. But I think there's always that worry at at special events that, oh my God, I'm going to have this cake and then I'm going to be really fat again and just really like awful negative thoughts. Um, but yeah, I did it. I, I did it. I did it sensibly. And yes, I was hungry before I got there because I knew I was there was going to be cake because my sister-in-law never just does one cake. There's always at least two. Sometimes there's two cakes plus numerous cupcakes, but she'd actually cut down a lot this time. But there were still two cakes. So I went for the one that I kind of thought was healthiest but that was very difficult to determine because they were both obviously made with delicious sugar and chocolate and everything um but yeah it was like a flourless chocolate cake with fresh cream and strawberries so it tasted more like a chocolate mousse but it was really good I mean I definitely could have had another bit but I didn't I held myself back um and I'm just happy that I got to have like a normal size piece of cake it wasn't you know, some tiny slither where you think it's not really worth the calories. You know, I had a, a normal size piece of cake and it was really nice. And I do love to eat those, you know, little dry pretzel things, which as a kid, I used to hate them. I used to think they're the most disgusting thing you could ever eat. Like, why would you ever eat them over a crisp? And now I would definitely pick them 
over a crisp any any day of the week but I think it's because it reminds me of holiday because a bar we go to on holiday that always served pretzels and eventually I just started eating them because I was hungry and uh, <laughs> and then discovered I had a taste for them um so yeah so that was the kind of previous week and the um my last way day so my next way day is tomorrow so I'm not sure how I have done this week yet uh, in terms of on the scales and what that is going to say I have to say this week has felt different this is the first week where I felt hungry and I felt like I was some days I really felt like I was on a diet like where you feel like you're starving yourself a bit um and it's completely my fault it's not like oh I've been having the identical food that I've you know I've had for the previous couple of weeks I've been a bit lazy and I haven't been having kind of all the salad on the side the things that are really low calorie but filling that allow you to still eat you know a nice meal but you're having it with a side of salad rather than I don't know I was going to say a side of chips but I don't really have chips but a side of macaroni cheese or something you know you can still have that nice bit of fish with some salad or if you eat meat a steak with salad you know you can still have that really good food but just really bulk it out with the with that low calorie foods like vegetables of some kind and I've just been a bit lazy with doing the side bit like I do the, the kind of protein bit which yes protein keeps you fuller for longer but the stuff that really makes you feel like you've had a big meal is all that really low calorie stuff and I haven't been having it which I'm not really sure why I'm gonna say I'm just being lazy but also I think I've rather than make my own salad well, yeah this is lazy I brought like pre-prepared salad and I always think it's a bit it never tastes as good it's always a bit um like dry and yeah it just puts me off eating like I, I can never eat like a not never I can rarely eat like the full container of salad even though I'd eat way more salad if I'd made my own so yeah I need to stop being so lazy basically um and the other thing was at the weekend I didn't write food down so if you look at my Fitbit, Fitbit it looks like I didn't eat Saturday and Sunday and I definitely did um but I was just really tired and I couldn't be bothered and that is super lazy because it is literally picking up an app and writing your food down and finding it and picking the right thing and making sure you've put the right portion size um you know it takes seconds and I think that psychologically kind of made me a bit like I'm not really sure how many calories I've had over the week so I I suspect I've probably been a bit too restrictive restrictive on some days because I actually doubt that I did go over any of any of my calories at the weekend um I don't think I drank any alcohol. You know, the sorts of things that you slip up with really easily, I didn't have. Um, so, yeah, I think I've been a bit harsh for myself and then I've ended up really hungry. Um, so, yeah, it's just not been as easy a week, but it's definitely not been all doom and gloom because um, I did a food shop and I suppose thinking in this kind of mindset of, right, you need to pick some new meals something interesting something that you really want and my other half wanted me to order him a pizza um 
and then I was like, oh god, I really want pizza. So I researched pizzas and a Tesco Italian stone-baked spinach and ricotta pizza, half of that pizza, like the thin, you know, nice pizzas, half of that pizza is just under 350 calories. So if you have half a pizza and then fill the other half of your plate with salad, that's a pretty substantial meal and you've had pizza. So you really feel like you've had, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like a diet. If you're having pizza and salad, like that's quite a normal meal to have. Okay, you're not having the delicious garlic bread on the side, but (laughs) you're still having pizza. Um, So I've done that. I had that yesterday and it was really good. I mean, I'll be honest, it's not my favourite pizza flavour. I'm a bit weird. I'm a big fan of anchovies, olives and red onion. So if I could have a pizza just with those on top with a bit of mozzarella... I am super happy. Um, But one, you can't actually buy that from a shop. You need to go to a takeaway to get that, or you need to make it yourself. So I'm pretty happy with spinach and ricotta. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to keep doing things like that, where like if there's something I really fancy, work out, A, can I have it? And two, (laughs) A and two, A and B, B, um, how do I have it? Like, what do I need to change? Is it just having a bit of a smaller portion? Is it uh, switching up some of the ingredients? So, yeah, that's um, kind of boosted my spirits a bit, a bit with the whole, you know, getting a bit bored of what you're having. Uh, so next week, my plan is to keep writing it all down because it's so easy to forget what you've had. Whereas if it's written down, you can see it. Even if you go over, it's fine because you can see that if you do that once in the week, it really doesn't matter. Now, I'm not planning to have a day every week where I go over, but if there's something special, special event, whatever it is, it's fine. You can go over that day and you're still going to be in deficit for the whole week. Um, So that's my plan is just to be really, really committed to writing it all down in the app. Um, And I've still not found my way to consistent exercise. Um, I have been keeping more active, but yeah, I'm just still not being massively tempted by the exercise thing. I keep thinking, do I go back and do Couch to 5K, the running app again? But then I'd actually rather get into cycling because it's, you know, quicker. (laughs) You can go like twice the distance in half the time if uh, you do cycling rather than running. And then another part of me is like, why don't you just accept that your thing is walking? Like walking's really good for you. It doesn't, um, you know, you haven't got the same risk to your knees and things like that that you do with running. But you just have to accept that running, uh, walking takes uh, a bit of chunk out of the time, out of your day, you know, it, you're probably going to go out for at least an hour. Um, but it's only an hour out of the day. And and I would have to do that separately to our dog walk, because we do walk the dogs. Um, but one can't do long walks. Like, he's just, he's a big dog, so he can't, um, you know, they're meant to have shorter walks. Um, and then the other one, 
like she will absolutely she'll just keep going and going and going um, but as we found recently when we've taken them on on a longer walk and the bigger dog was really struggling um smaller dog Gracie she's 12 in November and she's fine on a longer walk but when we get home she starts limping can't like struggles to get up from lying down so I think she's all right in the moment and then she kind of regrets it afterwards like oh I pushed myself a bit too hard there so I think she's just slowing down a bit so we just need to be a bit careful with reining her in sometimes um so yeah it would be kind of it it'd probably be walking on my own but I quite like doing that it's quite a good time to do a bit of mindfulness and self-care and put on a podcast and just kind of taking the nature and stuff like that so it's not a big you know there's no big blocker to doing it it's just bloody putting on your shoes and going out and doing it and the weather if the weather could be a little bit more predictable I would really appreciate that because every time I look out even if it's really hot like today it's really humid and sticky um and the sun has been out at, at times like really nice in the garden but then you look at the sky and you're like that is a big black sky it looks like it's gonna as soon as I leave the house it's just gonna start raining um so yeah I'm being a bit pathetic about the rain uh but I have noticed I am being more active around the house in terms of like being it's helping me be more motivated to do chores because I keep thinking, oh, if I do that, I'll get a few more steps in. Oh, if I do that, that will raise my heartbeat at heart rate and that will give me more active minutes on my Fitbit. And it is it is making me do things that need doing anyway, but it's making me do them because I'm trying to do them to be more active. So that's quite nice. Um, so like today, I've already done the kitchen and then after this I'm gonna go clean the stairs because they're, they're painted so it's like hoovering and then kind of wiping down and then I might clean the bathroom I mean I do actually have some work to do as well so I, <laughs> I do need to fit work around that um which normally like cleaning multiple things in one day would probably be left to a weekend I wouldn't normally do it on a work day um you just do like a, either a bit of all of them or do one of them properly. But to actually do like all three properly um, is purely been fueled by me wanting to increase my activity. So that's, that is a bonus of all of this. So when it comes to my kind of emotional health and how I feel mentally, I think I feel okay. I, you know, I still have the willpower. I'm still feeling very committed. And even when I have been feeling like, oh I'm hungry this actually feels like a diet at the moment um I have kept in mind you know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it you know to be healthier and just be in that best possible place health-wise and by keeping that in mind and and recognizing why I feel hungry um and what can I do to fix that? I am, you know, planning better ways to fuel myself um, throughout the day so that I'm not getting to that hungry stage where everything just feels like a real effort um, and all you can think about is food. 
because if that continued that kind of this really feels like a diet I think I would then start struggling more with that um emotional side of things now I've not I don't think I've been through anything difficult so I've not been you know eating my feelings um I think boredom feels like more of a risk. I am someone who eats when they're bored. So I've been distracting myself with work, um, doing stuff at Toastmasters, doing things I enjoy. And like this weekend, we're going to sit down and plan a long weekend somewhere that we're going to do some point in the summer once my other half's had his second jab. Um, I've also got polo coming up in August. Um, I think we're going to go to the coast for the day. Just little things like that. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily that we're going to be planning a week's holiday anywhere or a week's staycation anywhere, but just having like a few things coming up is uh, something that also keeps me going because I'm like, it's almost like having that event, isn't it? When you know you've got a wedding coming up or something, it's so much easier to, to keep going with healthy eating. Um, and those things just keep me going mentally anyway, but you know, if you are feeling a bit run down with work and the kind of day-to-day drudgery of life, it is, if you have some stuff planned, it is, it's just easier to get through all of that stuff. So now the fun part. Because I was feeling it on certain days this week that, oh, I feel like I'm actually on a diet, I started reading about you know, like crazy diets throughout history and things that have been popular in history. Um, And one that I really wanted to talk about was the tapeworm diet. (laughs) And yes, you heard that right, tapeworm. So I'm not a very squeamish person with, with much. You know, I've been around a lot of blood and bodily fluids in previous job. And I'm not saying I enjoy them, but like they're fine. It doesn't it doesn't overly bother me as long as it doesn't smell too bad. Um, but anything like wormy, parasitic, maggoty things always make me feel a bit like Ugh. even though like I studied forensic science at university, um, and I I found entomology fascinating. I couldn't go too far into it because the thought of dealing with maggots day in day out is disgusting I know they're necessary but oh god I really don't like those sorts of things so the thought of ingesting tapeworms and like infecting yourself with tapeworms to lose weight makes me feel sick which is why I was so interested in in this diet and all I can imagine um because tapeworms can grow up to like 25 foot long it's just disgusting and live for like 30 years um there's an episode of the x-files called the host and there's this lava human hybrid thing they think's come from russia at some point and basically it looks like a big man-sized maggot but with legs and arms and a big like sucking hole for a mouth and it's white and slimy and it looks so disgusting and actually, again, like normally watching things on TV doesn't bother me. Even if I'm eating, like it just doesn't register to me like that I should be revolted by stuff. That episode really did make me go like, oh, God, I feel really ill watching this. 
that's what tapeworms make me think of. Um, so I've got this from a website called have uh, no sorry called health.howstuffworks.com and they have an article called have people ever really eaten tapeworms for weight loss and um, because if you look into the tapeworm diet you will see that some authors seem to claim it was a real thing and some people say it was um like snake oil like it was a fake kind of treatment that it wasn't really tapeworms um so this article starts off kind of explaining what a tapeworm is so it's a ribbon-shaped creature that lives inside a host absorbing nutrients and laying millions of eggs and they can reach oh i think i said 25 feet before it's not 25 feet it's 25 meters or 80 feet and live in a host for up to 30 years so if you live in the western world you're not likely to just get tapeworms it, it, it's really in like places with poor hygiene and um where raw meat and feces and things like they they just come into contact too much and you know there just doesn't have that same level of hygiene um that's where you're more likely to get it <clears throat> but despite how disgusting they are it has been suggested that if you acquire one intentionally, it would be an easy way to lose weight. Um, so in the past, tapeworm pills have been sold as weight loss aids. And if you think about it, it does make some sense. If a tapeworm's absorbing your nutrients and calories, the theory is you can eat all you want and enjoy the taste. So the worm basically eats it all before it you know turns into fat and whatever on your body and there's this kind of legend that an opera singer did it and lost like 60 pounds but it, this article goes more into it so tapeworms live inside the intestines of a host animal so that could be like a cow or fish or dog or a human um and the head of it has a sucker or hook that attaches to the walls of the intestine. And basically that's where it like sucks all the nutrients out of your intestines. And, oh, this is so disgusting. The tapeworm's body called the strobola is made up of like loads of different segments. Like they can have thousands of segments and each segment is called a proglotid and a proglotid is male or female and basically it each kind of section of the worm can like fertilize well like the male bit can fertilize the female bits um so it basically like fertilizes itself and bits the proglotids like fall off and and basically are passed out along with the feces so basically you poo them out and that little bit of the worm <laughs> has functional muscles which allows it to crawl so it can either crawl out of a body through the anus or out of the fecal matter 
and like increase its chances of being eaten by another host. Um, so that's how they that's their kind of reproductive system. So they get they're inside a body, they reproduce with itself, poos it out, crawls along the floor, <laughs> gets eaten by another one, and the cycle starts again, which is disgusting. Um, so with the diet side of things, um, well, two things with the diet side of things. If you're worried about eating meat and uh, having <laughs> tapeworms, you just need to cook it uh, <laughs> to make sure it's cooked properly and then uh, then it won't happen. So there was this rumour that the opera singer Maria Callas was rumoured to have a tapeworm and that's how she lost weight in the 50s. So she lost, and she did actually lose 60 pounds and she did actually contract a tapeworm but it is suspected that the two incidents are not connected. Um, but because both of those things happen, people have kind of put it together as a story. Like, you know, she lost £60 through having a tapeworm. And there were <clears throat> these tapeworm pills advertised in the late 19th, early 20th century to help women lose weight. Now, it's not known whether the pills actually contain tapeworms or whether women actually ingested them hoping to acquire a tapeworm or whether they were just taking them as a weight loss tablet without really thinking about what that would mean. Um, but it's uh, this article suggests it's, it's probably likely that it did happen, that people did take these tablets um, to ingest tapeworms, but it probably wasn't as... <clears throat> widespread as maybe people would have you believe. So if you did contract a tapeworm, would it help you lose weight? So would you could you just eat whatever you wanted and it doesn't matter. You could just eat all the calories you could possibly want and it's fine because the tapeworm's going to eat it all. Well, no, because they're not big enough to absorb all the calories you take in. So if you already have uh, a kind of limited diet they can actually steal the nutrition uh, nutritional stuff that you need and it will cause you to become ill so you'll suffer from malnutrition but if you're eating loads and loads of food you and the worm are probably gonna put on a lot of weight <laughs> um now, some people do end up getting like diarrhea and stuff like that and and reduced appetite because they're full up of a worm. Um, so that could lead to weight loss. Um, but I don't know about you. I mean, that's not how I'd want to lose weight because I was just full up of a worm. Um, and also there's a there's a risk of, of getting quite ill from it. So you can actually be left with brain damage, blindness, and you could possibly die. So personally for me, it's not one that I'm going to try and uh, try out anytime soon. Oh God, there's a picture of one on here. Um, so yeah, I hope that didn't make you feel too ill and I hope you are suitably disgusted by that article. Oh, and just to be clear, that article... Um, I already said where it came from. So health dot how stuff works, and it was written by Ed Grabanovsky and 
Alia Hoyt. I hope I read that right. Um, and they're actually, this article's quite, I mean, it's very informative, but there are some funny bits in it as well um, about, like, how do you get the worm out? And there's, like, rumours that um, worms like milk and cookies, so you could just hold that near your mouth and the worm will come out, or near your bum hole and the worm will come out. But actually, these worms can't smell, so that is that is definitely not true. So that's not an ideal way to to remove a worm. You're definitely better off just taking some medication to sort that out it's oh, disgusting but hey there's a lot of crazy diets out there so maybe we'll go through some some more um but i don't think other ones will be quite as repulsive um i'm not convinced anything that is referred to as a crazy diet though is something i'm gonna go on so thank you for joining me for this quite frankly disgusting episode and I will speak to you next week. Um, if you're interested in joining a uh, free support group, search Facebook for a group called Waiting Times May Vary, um, and I can let you join that. And that is run by my professional page, which is Olivia Stanbridge Coaching, which you can also find on Facebook. Speak next week.